Hello, friends. Welcome to That's Pretty Woo. Conversations about life, beauty, and magic. Because talking it out makes us all more connected. We're your hosts, Jordan Medina and Kayleen Seuss, two friends navigating the balance between making time for our work and passions while trying to be present in everyday life as mothers, partners, and citizens of the universe. Okay, let's chat. Jordan, today we're talking about the woo of everyday life, from our routines and schedules to the habits that sometimes go unexamined. Do you want to start us off with two things, the most woo and least woo parts of normal days for you? Ooh, okay. So on a normal day, I would say probably the most woo is either like my bath time ritual or maybe like I've actually now I've started waking up at like 5.30 and I've been journaling and doing morning pages and I like light the Palo Santo and like have a whole moment with myself. And that's become, I mean, that's a pretty woo ritual too, or like pulling an Oracle card. So I definitely have kind of started, I think the beginning and the ending of my day are the most woo parts, like where I'm kind of have that alone moment to myself. Mm-hmm. And then probably like the least woo is going to be something in the, like the minutia, like when I'm, you know, like scrubbing my kid's butt or something like, I don't know. (laughs) That's a spiritual experience. (laughs) I don't know. What about you? Yeah, I think so right now there's two practices that I'm really incorporating into my everyday life. And one is at the beginning of the day, I'm doing this like spirit mantra that is related to an episode of Shaman Durek's um, podcast, which I really want you to listen to. It's a meditation. I'll include it in the show notes. Okay. But um, during, I listened to that meditation a while ago and during it at the end, he has like these different doors or windows that you're supposed to go through. And I was kind of like in and out. I was like sleeping when I was like listening to it, but I like came to and like knew which door I picked, even though I don't really remember listening. Like Mm. I was like sleep dreaming, you know, listening. And the one that I picked, like there's three different ones and he like tells you which each of them are and what they mean. And it like really resonated with me. And then he gives you like a spirit hack thing, like a little mantra to say at the beginning of every day. And so I'm like calling on the spirit and like incorporating it into my everyday life. And then I've also been doing that line activations from Ashley Wood that Mm -hmm. I mentioned in the last episode. And so those two things are like pretty woo, like connecting me to the spirit realm. And I ideally am doing those like the first beginning of the day, but like you, I'm saying like the spirit mantra out loud. And so like, I wait till Adam's not around to do it. (laughs) And like, if Mary is crying and like the first thing to wake me up, which she normally is, then I'm like coming back to my bed and like recreating the scene at some point in the morning where I'm like, okay, now the day is When you get a moment. Yeah. 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 Um, And it's a little interesting that our most woo things are the thing, like we're alone. Do you know what I mean? Like, I think it could, I mean, I know it's just something to think about. It's something to ponder, especially as we talk about, I mean, especially with like Nathan or Adam not being so into the woo, it'd be kind of weird to be doing it with them. True. But like, it's just something for us to think about. Like, why is the most woo and connected parts of our day alone when like we live in existence with like creatures that we really adore. Cause I think it's important to center yourself first and get a grip on that and yeah. decide, like set your intention before you like bring it out to other people. And I am a better person for those other people oh, when I, I do that. So I think, I think it has to do with that. Don't you? Yeah, I think so. But I think it's, I think it's easier. Honestly, I think it's, I think it's easier to access that stuff when you're alone. Yeah. But I think that my ideal scenario is that I can also access it. Like, I'm not saying I'm going to like chant with Adam or like in front of Adam, but I feel like there's room for me to have like more connected Like bring time it more into your, like ingrained into, into your everyday. Yeah, yeah. I, I do like that idea too. Yeah. Mm-hmm. My least woo, I would say is honestly, and this is like totally room for growth, is like our, our breakfast craziness in the morning with like, Every, all four people like up and about and like every, the kids have a lot of energy and Adam's making breakfast and I'm trying to get people to the table. Adam and I are trying to get out the door, like get ready for the nanny to show up. That like between, I don't know, 6.30 and 8 a.m. is just like, it feels like mayhem to me, yeah. even more so than the end of the, like that is the most chaotic time for mm-hmm. me in our day right now. And so that feels the least woo, but I feel like there's like, a lot of opportunity for improvement there. That's why I'm excited about this. Like just having this conversation with you is just like, for me, the woo of every day is like 
we, these are the lives we're living. Yeah. This is it. Like, yes. this is what we're doing. Yeah, it's so true. And sometimes like the, I get really wrapped into the hype of a trip or like a big thing or like holidays or like, we're so excited about the new yeah. year. And it's like, we get so built up to these like momentous occasions, but like forget to enjoy the day to day. Yeah. And like the smelling the roses and all of that, but even just more than that, like is there ways to like bring being intentional, connecting to like our spirit in the minutiae? Like, can you, yeah. can you do that? Or I do mean, you, yeah, I think so. I mean, so? as somebody who like, I enjoy rituals so much and it means so much to me, like, like for instance, my Mondays and, you know, I take Wilder to daycare and I either do the podcast for the majority of the morning or like if I'm, if I, if it's a non-podcast Monday, then I'll either like work on some work stuff for a little bit. Um, I, kind of map out like what the task chores I need to do that day. But I also ingrain in there like some, I, I really am still loving that Lavender book because I'm like, okay, I'll even put on there like, I'm going to watch a Harry Potter movie today. So like while I'm doing my cleaning or my like cooking, I'm going to have that on. And that's a form of self-care and that's a little mm -hmm. ritual and like lighting like my fall candles and like that makes the house smell good and feel good. And like, it's kind of special. I think I really enjoy like even, even the task of like cooking, like I, I do find a little bit of like ritual in that. I do yeah. find a little bit of woo in that. And so having that day is really important to me. My struggle comes if that day gets like, like ripped up from my grasp. If, if say like, you know, like I have an appointment, like say a lot of times like Wilder, I'll schedule his doctor's appointments on Mondays. So that's going to be like if I can in the afternoon, but it's also going to mean that like my day gets cut short and like these plans go mm -hmm. to, they go to pot or whatever. Yeah. And so I think it's, it's a matter of, I think it's what you're saying too. And it's why do I need, why can't I have the have the stuff happen and still have the grounding, the center, the meditation, you know, like my plans for this afternoon, like once the podcast is done recording is like, okay, I'm going to cook three meals from my Ayurveda cookbook. I'm probably going to do the Shaman Durek meditation that you just mentioned. I'm going to watch a Harry Potter movie and I'm going to- This is a lot of stuff. I know. Yeah. <laughs> but then I'm going to go, you know, probably pick the baby up a little early because Monday like, I will go get him early and then we'll go to like the park um, with Nathan, which is nice. That's also, that does feel kind of woo as well. Yeah. But I, I do think I struggle with, I do struggle if like my rituals go out of whack or, or not what I want them to be or I don't get to do what I want to do. I mm -hmm. mean, as we all do, but I specifically do because I, it makes me feel off kilter for like the rest of the week and I don't feel like the best version of myself, which is, is not the way I want to be. But I mean, again, like OCD makes it a little bit of a different struggle, but, but I do like the idea of what are ways that I can like recenter my anchor myself in the middle of the day mm -hmm. to a good feeling or a good thought, you know? Yeah. I mean, for me, it's like intention versus autopilot. But yeah. what I really would love to do is like download some intention into my autopilot modes. Yeah. Like, is there a way to like, you know, like actually like Melissa, when I went to this thing at her house a couple of weeks ago and um, she's been doing like hypnotherapy work. She's a client of mine who held an event a couple of weeks ago. And part of the event was this technique where you, she did the hypnosis and then, you know, you think of like a pleasant feeling and then you use your knuckle as like an anchor point. Mm -hmm. And I had never done anchoring before, I don't think, in in the hypnosis that I've dabbled in. And I really, I liked that idea because she was like, if you're ever feeling like X, Y, Z, just, you know, you tap your knuckle and then it, it, you close your eyes and it can take you back to that place. And like, I like the idea of like really honing in on what I want to anchor, number one, because yeah. I think in the spur of that moment, I maybe didn't do it. But but I liked I liked the idea of having an anchor. And so I think maybe that's something like I would, I would consider to do like, especially on days where I feel really stressed or like I'm just letting like, cause the minutia takes hold. Like it, it makes yeah. us like crazy and it's so stupid. Cause it's like, it doesn't matter. And it is your one life and you know, it is the, the now. Yeah. All of it's true. Like it, it, it all is like, I think it means something. Okay. So I think one of the things that's interesting about the differences between like the rhythms of your everyday life and mine are, I feel like my perception of your week is that it's like pretty set. Like Mondays are X, Tuesdays are Y, Wednesdays are, you know, yeah. like it, it feels like you have that. One of the things that I've really struggled with is no days look the same for me. Yeah. Um, aside from the fact that Saturdays and Sundays, both of my husband and I are off from work. We don't have our nanny Saturdays That's and nice. Sundays. Sunday is, I don't know, the longest day ever. Like I so desperately wish that like there was more like joy and love in a Sunday for us. But at the moment, like all we 
want is to count down to Monday because with two toddlers, like it is a grind. Like, I just don't know how stay at home moms do it. I don't know how single parents do it. Like, I just don't know. I think maybe we're doing something wrong or we're like missing the mark on something. But I know that a lot of my friends who have little kids. Oh, yeah. Sunday Even on like the weekends are struggles. It was Columbus Day a few weeks ago and right. like Wilder was off on the Monday yeah. and it was like three days of Wilder and yeah. we were like, ah, <laughs> like losing our minds. And I yeah. love him. He's yes. so fun, but it's yes. also like, it's a toddler. Like yeah. he's very demanding, needs 100% attention for a hundred percent of the time. Like there's no leaving him in a room by himself. Like it's, it's quite hard and it's hard to get stuff done. Like there's no meal prep happening. If you have like your yeah. toddler to watch, like there's no meditation happening right. if he doesn't go down for a nap. Yeah. So. And especially like, especially like if Merritt's waking me up at five 30 with her crying and then Owen's not taking a nap. Oh, two and she, is another story. Yeah, yeah, it's just like it's a lot to juggle. It's a lot to wrap your mind around. And I feel like there is there's been a huge adjustment for both Adam and I of like originally expecting that weekends are when you get things done. Like mm. that is how life yeah. used to be. Is like, oh, okay, well, I'm gonna work during the week and then I'm gonna get stuff done on the weekend. And now it's like no, like yeah. if I go into a weekend with zero expectations, zero plans to get anything done, I'm a lot happier because then I am able to be a little bit more present with them and not feeling like, oh, well, we should be reorganizing the yeah. garage. Like that's not going to happen. With it's true. Kids. I mean, you know, that's like, it's, it's hard because I really only have one weekend day because I don't really like, yeah, this is my weekend day. So yeah. like me watching the Harry Potter movie, yeah. that is part of my weekend, even though it's a Monday because yeah. I do work Sundays, you know, I don't, I'm not off on the weekend. And so it is like a little bit convoluted and there's, there's a little like occasional guilt even because like my mom, like she texted me this morning and she was like, I want to FaceTime you and Wilder. And I'm like, well, you know, he's at daycare, you know, I t I've taken him to daycare every Monday since the dawn of time because yeah. That's, Why your, that's your day. Yeah. Because otherwise it's just solo parenting anyway. Cause like right. Nathan has to work, you know, and I really, I have, I have to go to the store, do get supplies. Yeah. I mean, my job requires more than just like me being there on the days where I work. Cause I, I'm responsible for all my, uh, my salon supplies, but there's like a little level of guilt, but then it's also like, no, cause I'm actually like cleaning. I don't have a maid. Like I clean the whole house tip to tail, you know, like, like if, the, if I don't mop on a Monday, it's not getting, the house isn't getting mopped. You know, the house won't like nothing's getting scrubbed if it's not done by me on the Monday. Like no laundry's getting done if it's not by me on the Monday. So it's sort of a le level of like, you do laundry and cleaning on the same day. I do everything on the same day. Every single bit of my house is gets done. Saying, the laundry's already going, girl. It's going right now as we speak. Mm. But it's nice because then by the end of the night, like the end of the night, my my sheets are clean. Like the the house is set up for the week. But that's also why Monday night I have that woo ritual, and mm -hmm. like Monday's my big woo night of you know really like spending the time with myself and like I get to indulge in a meal because I've like spent the day cooking it and so it's like prepped and ready and it doesn't feel like I rush through it like when I get off work and cook because that's usually the case like I get off work at six and then I come home we get the baby down and then I start cooking around like 7 30 so we're eating like 8 8 30 and it's just a lot of and it's like then the dishes are piling up in the sink and that's kind of Nathan's deal that he has to do which that's lovely that I have a husband who does that I will say I think that I, I think like I think it's kind of common to have one person cook and the other person clean up. Yeah. I think that's a nice division of labor. I do too. Although sometimes I think it is like Adam and I kind of take turns cooking and I do when there are nights when like whatever the thing is that I'm cooking kind of lends itself to like being able to do dishes like along the way. Oh, that's my favorite. And I'm like a gold star for myself Same. when I serve the meal and the dishes are clean because I feel There's something so, to be said when I yeah. can like luxuriate in the cooking. Like Monday is a day yeah. where that will happen. I'll do the dishes tonight and, and there will be like meals ready and there will be like lunches ready for us to eat through the week. Mm -hmm. So like, and we also have to provide wilder food for school. Mm -hmm. A lot of schools don't, but we do. We have to feed our kids too. Yeah, of course, because they're there. <laughs> but we have to like prep them and make sure they're gone somewhere. So like y you're able to pull from the fridge. Like we have oh, to we have don't. them like- We prep them. You do? Oh, yeah. see, that's so smart. Yeah. Um, that's what we because do too. It's well, honestly, like it isn't, it's out of a need because I don't, I don't know, Owen used to like, just like scream when he needed food. And so yeah. it was like, it's like not ready. So stressful. So we, yeah, we, um, we, or our nanny Claudia will prep three lunches at a time. So we call them lunch mm -hmm. kits. And so we do, yeah. we do them batches of three. Cause that's all the Tupperwares that I have. Yeah. If I had more, we'd probably do more, <laughs> Same. but then it would take up half of our fridge, you know? It's, yeah. Yeah. So we do the, his lunch and breakfast. Cause he does all that at school. So, um, do you bring 
do you drop them off once a week? Or how no, do I you, take them. We each take them day. every day. Oh, okay. Every day. So yeah. we tra- we just do them the night before. So we don't have like his food prep for the week, but we have our food okay. prep for the week. Yeah. And then I'll do his the night before. But like Monday is the day. But you where guys are both here. Like for well, Nathan's here for lunch. Every Nathan's day. here for lunch, but I will still cook it and make sure he has it. And if it, I get to take the nice Tupperware, we have like nice Tupperware, and then just kind of so so. And I'm like, I get to take that because if I don't, I'll I will let it like stay in the work fridge, and oh then and then somebody will like throw it in a trash can. Okay, so, so I I'm take like the glass Tupperware. That. Oh yeah, it's because real. I work at the commune, which is a co-working <sighs> yeah. space here in Austin. I joined as a member, and I'm working two days a week. And because I'm only there two days a week, like if I forget something in the fridge, it's definitely gone. You know? Yeah. Um, so I'm learning to remember to check the fridge, but I'm pretty sure there's a fridge, like a Tupperware in there right now with like a half avocado that's probably like rotting. So sorry, commune. Yeah. You know, I'm just like learning how to operate. It's like, hard. You know. I have to like set reminders because yeah. I, especially because my work schedule fluctuates. Like if somebody, you know, cancels at five for my 5 p.m. I'm like, I'm blacking out. I'm going home. How yeah. am I going to remember my Tupperware when my alarm goes off at 5 p.m. and I'm already home, you know, <laughs> or like or whatever. So I, that's a, that's a tricky one, but I, I try to just bring glass and silicone. That way it's like a little bit elevated so people aren't less inclined to like throw it in a trash can Toss it, yeah because I've definitely had so much t- I've, I'm sorry environment because I've definitely had that happen but so it's like I don't know so Mondays are pretty pretty important to me obviously yeah but you know there's also times where like a few weeks ago where Wilder was out and it's like you know you make it work and that was fun we ended up doing something fun I'm sure so it was like it ended up being a good day but I know what you mean it's like people don't understand like like you know, my sister doesn't have kids and she'll be like, what is water do is so fun. Is it so funny? And it's like, it is, but it is also like the hardest task. It's so like, it's just, it you, it's sort of like the same way you feel about like when you do the podcast and you have to stay on all the time and you have to pay so much attention that it's like, you feel literally zapped afterwards oh. because you're like having, you're on high alert. Because you mean when we're recording? Like when we're recording yeah. this podcast and we talk about like afterwards, you feel like almost it's almost like a hangover, like, a, and we were talking to Katie Dale about on her podcast and she said, yeah, it's because you're, you're hyper aware because you're having to be like an, like an excellent listener and really like you really, it's a different level of conversation than if you're talking to somebody and like something slips through the cracks. It's not like yeah. that. Like you have people listening to your conversation. So I feel a little bit like parenting can be almost like that, where it's like, it is, it's, you have to be so on and vigilant that by the, it's, it's like learning, it's like speaking Spanish or something or trying to understand Spanish when somebody's speaking Spanish and you like know some of it, but like you really, your brain is like working harder to think about it. I feel that way about parenting. Like that's how I feel like your brain is like working harder just to like exist and do really basic level stuff. And you know, there's no like, like, you know, when people compare like the dogs and the kids thing, like that really bothers me because I'm like, your dogs go in a crate. Like, <laughs> like, what are you talking about? Like, it's just, I mean, I, I understand like the dogs and the kids and the love. Don't get me wrong. I think you can love your pets, like truly love them like children, but like you don't have the same responsibility to take care of your animals as you do a child. I was funny because I was just part of a conversation, but uh, just about this, like dogs and, and kids, but none of these thoughts entered my brain. Like I was more thinking about it like from, well, we don't have any pets right now. Um, And so our kids are like our lives. Um, But if we had a dog, like they would be, they would just be like lower on the totem pole basically. And that's just, that's just where it would be. But that's very funny. Yeah, it's true. For me, I think I'm, I'm as lazy of a parent as I can be. Like I, and this is very, very different than what I, what I expected I would be as a mother, but I try to like remove myself from their situations as much as possible. Like I try to lean back. I try to sit back and like let them be. But I also find that if I'm trying to do something and parent at the same time, like I'm setting myself up for failure and them too. But if I can like be present it's like about presence for me yeah it's like the hard thing I think I wonder you know Wilder's a projector and I wonder if like that's he's a little needy in Mm -hmm. terms of like the amount of attention he wants directly from you like he's not he does go and play on his own um which I was always really good about doing too but like he wants you to kind of watch and play and he wants you to and it's interesting I wonder if that's part of that I don't know yeah I'm like I would have to look up what my kids are I think they're both generators actually 
Yeah, they're both generators. And I'm a projector. Mm-hmm. Learning that I was a projector was like a huge permissioning to be lazy, to be a lazy parent. Yeah. Like it like it it like made me feel seen. And I don't mean like I'm you know me, I'm not an actual lazy parent. No. It's just that like I I do think I try to protect my energy when it comes to my kids because yeah. I can see it like escaping me. Like I can literally see like the vapor Same. of it's my an, energy. Oh my God, the ghost of your. Yes. And, mm-hmm. and I think I learned that. I don't know how, but very early on with little babies was just like, how can I accomplish this scenario? Giving the least amount of energy. And like, I learned quickly that like my tendency was to like bounce the baby to oblivion to yeah. like make them go to sleep. And then I was like taking away their ability, like that, I was taking his ability away to like soothe himself. And so, yeah, there's, that's been the, a weird balance, but how that manifests in like everyday life, which is what this episode is about. I think it's just like me trying to figure out the balance between like when I'm on and like really like playing or coloring or like doing the thing. And then like recognizing, like if I am going to take a step back, um, not from like a numbing out like way of just, but just like enabling them to like give, to do their play yeah, or to yeah. do their thing. Um, but probably like the number one thing that I could improve is just like being more present in my everyday life when yeah. I'm, when I'm in my house with my kids and with my husband, like that's probably the thing that like I need to do the most. And that would probably make the, my life a lot more woo. We really struggle with like the Nathan works from home mm-hmm. and me, I'm, I work a very social job. I'm around people all the time. And so like, are we really have a weekend day? We call it weekends, but it's like Saturday is the day. Saturday's and your family day. It's a family day. And it's like, I would, I could easily hole up in the house cause I've been gone all week and I'm like ready to like hunker down and just like, I could just see them and be happy. But I also like have to respect the fact that like he's been in the house all day like all all week week, all week and so granted he goes through phases where he like travels a ton I mean you know but but where we've been lately is like he's been home a lot so you know it's funny because like he's like what are we doing like where are we going at like 9 a.m on Saturday morning okay so this is interesting so he's the one that's here all day he's right he's here right now yeah and but on the weekend he's asking you what are we doing so who like this is a thing that happens in a lot of relationships yeah. is like Adam wants to be out of the house on the weekend with the kids, but it somehow ends up being a lot of times my responsibility to figure out the what Same. we're doing. Oh my God. It, it, it's definitely a men and women partnership thing because like my best friend, she's always playing like cruise director and um, yes. that's what she calls it. And that's what I always get really mad. Like it's like date nights. Like I cannot tell you the last <laughs> time Nathan planned a date night, but it's like, he's happy to go on one if I've planned it and call the babysitter and figure, you know, but he's not going to do all that. Yeah. And it, it is such a weird thing. It's like, what are we doing? And I, even when we dated and didn't have kids, I, we, I would make, we would laugh because like his family, when you go, when we go to visit them, they live in Houston and he has like a big family and like, we will eat lunch and then everyone will sit around the kitchen table and they will not move until it's time to eat again for dinner. Like, it's like, that's like, there's like conversation and it's fun. You know, we laugh, but it's like, there's no big, like, there's no agenda. And he's always like, what's popping? And even they laugh at him because he's so like, like wants an activity, wants a thing to go do. And we were very, when we when in our dating life, I will say we had events every, like three nights a week. We would go find some like Dos Equis party where some girls like, like got a, like whistling to a cobra and we're like, cool. I mean, these crazy things we would go to all the time because Austin does have a lot of stuff. Yeah. And so I think it's like, it's hard because I think as you get older and I think too, he has this idea that like, I saw one of my friends last night because I got to go to a concert um, last minute and that was so fun. And she and I were catching up and she has two kids, which, you know, th- you just don't see those people anymore. And uh, <laughs> <laughs> And she was like, I was like, yeah, you know, I think sometimes Nathan has this idea that like everyone's hanging out where he's not, you know, or something because it's like, because we're not doing anything. And I'm like, no, this is the phase. Like this is kind of the, the minutia is where you're at when you have young, young children. Because Mm -hmm. I I read somewhere where it was like when your kid, it was a meme, of course, but it was like when your kid can play in a room by itself and you don't worry about it getting killed, the second half of your life can begin. And I'm like, (laughs) oh my God, I, I, that speaks to me like truly. Yeah. Yeah. I think it is like a very specific phase that we're in right now. And I think it's like, you know, when you're in, or when you're in high school and you meet somebody who's in college and they're like, just wait, like we're sort of like in this 
thing. And like, there are people on either side, like who don't have kids. And then there's people that have older kids and they're like, just wait, like it's going to change. Yeah. But in the moment, it just feels like, oof, like where is my life gone? And I feel like sort of you and I are both guilty of like trying to shove ourselves into the cracks and crevices of the time that we have when mm -hmm. we're alone. And there's, I mean, I think that I have like a little bit of guilt or like weird feelings around like my spiritual moments taking place. Like when I'm alone in my car, or when I'm alone in my closet, like why can't I infuse that into my everyday life? But I think part of it is that there's just a lot of chaos. It's a lot of there's chaos. Like lot and of it's also like, and it's all new. It's all easy to center yourself yeah. When you're sitting on your bed That's, and you're comfortable, it, it's the whole part of it is like you do that stuff so that you can be like, you know, if you develop a good mindfulness practice, then you're able to keep calmer in those situations. Yeah. I mean, they look at your brain chemistry of like monks and that's how they do, you know, they, that's how they do. <laughs> Nathan's always like, that is not a sentence. Um, it's not, <laughs> but that's how, that's how it works. So it, it doesn't, it's not that surprising that like, you would need to be alone to center yourself. But I think it's like, I think the part I struggle with is like, how good of a job am I really doing? Because I do not feel centered or woo in, in a lot of aspects of my day to day life. Like I don't always feel like, like one of my big habits and I've talked about on past episodes is like sit, Nathan and I connecting in front of the TV and, you know, yeah. having a show together and that feels really good. But is it, does it really feel really good? Or Yeah, that's what, whenever you talk about it, and I mean, not that that's not how we connect also, but the way that you describe it, like is a very romantic idea or like a romantic version of it. Whereas I'm like, we're both pretty brain dead and done at the end of the day. And it's like, it's show or sleep. Like we're yeah. like, you know, I'm like, I'm shut down either way. My eyes are barely open. And so it's like, I don't know. Um, but the way you describe it, it's like, this is how we connect. This is like where our relationship is. Well, and oh no, I'm not saying it's like the best. <laughs> I, I do. I, I like... I specifically have a lot of romantic feelings yes. towards TV in general. Yeah. Like there's probably a part of me that should probably have been like a television historian and or a like. There's still time. There's, or, or like somebody who like reviews film. Like truly, I really do. I love it so much. Like I I have such a like a true love for, for TV and for film. And I do I do think Nathan and I are really good about like engaging in conversation while we watch like. Do you pause it? No, we like, oh, we watch with subtitles. I don't know if that, I do think that that helps to some capacity just to understand a show better. Like that's my pro Me tip. too, but how can you they have a conversation without pausing? Well, we do pause sometimes if we're okay. having like a real call. I guess we do pause actually and be like, what did just happen, you know, to dissect something. But we both have like a little commentary that we do that's not we both get each other enough to know what we're each other are talking about and what we're trying to say about the show. But we do have like, we're both active watchers. So what are you guys watching right now? We just, we just finished like Peaky Blinders. We're still watching The Deuce. What are we watching? Oh, it's a funny show. It's good. It was Paul Rudd. It's, oh, um, I saw the preview for it on Netflix. Good. Yeah. It's like, it's kind of light, fair, you know, it kind of reminds me of like multiplicity. It's like okay. basically a clone version of Paul Rudd and I'm not really spoiling anything by that. That's um, in the preview. It's in the preview. Yeah. And it's, it's quite, it's quite funny. I like that a lot. Yeah. It's sometimes nice to watch a easier show. We just finished Succession. Yeah. Finish I really that like too. that. I love Succession. So good. Oh man. The ending was awesome. It was great. I was so into it. Okay. So just like everyday stuff. It sounds like you guys have a good routine with dishes and laundry. Who takes out the trash? Uh, me, typically. Nathan, Nathan takes it to the street. I take it to the cans. Oh, uh -huh. okay. Uh -huh. Who does the grocery shopping? Um, we like to do that together, but I I prefer to do it alone, actually. But we like to do it together. It's, it's, do you it, do it on Saturdays? Sunday afternoon. Oh. But it's such a zoo. It's like yeah, a nightmare the worst city. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. And so we have Wilder and he's like literally eats snacks in the in the cart. He likes it a lot, actually. Where do you guys grocery shop? H-E-B. It's a zoo. Um, wow. Yeah. It's, You're there with everybody on Sunday afternoon. Yeah, we have three different HGBs we go to depending on our mood and like our needs. Oh, not in the same shopping sesh. No. Oh, no. <laughs> I was like, oh my God, I would die. But I went yesterday and it was 
It was probably one of the worst shopping experiences. It was a Sunday afternoon and it was, it was not good. But I also will sometimes, like if we don't go on Sunday, I'll go by myself on a Monday, like if we're not doing the podcast. And and I kind of like that because I can kind of luxuriate in it a little bit more. Like yeah. it's less crowded. You know, sometimes I'll go to Central Market if I'm really, like I love Central Market. It's just a better experience. And so. I hate Central you Market. Do, a lot of, you have to, na- you have to know how to navigate it. It's, it, it, they'd set it up that way on purpose. Well, I know it's like, yes, I know. It's very clear they said it up on purpose because they're basically like putting you in a stream that you have to follow and if you like go against the stream it is not good it's it's uncomfortable (laughs) I really don't like it but it's funny because my grandparents came to visit a while ago and they went and they were like oh my god you guys have the most amazing market my family loves it too that is so funny and they like talk to all the people that work there they like talk to the wine lady forever like they were wine people are amazing and they have really good wine there (laughs) and so like wine and wine is a big like weekly routine that you know I love like a glass of wine certain nights of the week I really like like if I'm making meatballs I need to have red wine and I make meatballs like once a week so you make meatballs once a week I do I make like a spaghetti squash with meatballs so do you this is a good question so do you have like you eat the same things every few days we really don't like we try to mix it up and I'm usually pretty good about incorporating at least one or two new recipes we do have like a standby of like dishes that we love last week I did a really good job with meal prep because it like usually we don't actually make it through the week and then we're like what do we do or like scrambling to like make stuff with things but yeah I make I will make meatballs are pretty like standby dish for us like it's something different and it's like the wilder will eat them too I make them with turkey so I'll do like chicken thighs I, I switch up the vegetables a lot, salmon burgers, burgers. Um, Nathan doesn't love casseroles, but we did a shepherd's pie last week, an Adam pie. Oh, did you? you? Yeah. Adam casserole. Adam casserole. <laughs> did he eat it? Yeah. Good. It was like a whole 31, so it's like the sweet potato. We have a crock pot or we have a pot roast going right now. I, I like, Yum. well, we kind of tag teamed it this morning during the breakfast chaos. But when I was dating Adam, I was always so impressed because he would have, he had like a set of five dishes that he would cook for himself as a single guy in his apartment every single week. He had like it down to a science. And one of them was this like pot roast um, in the crock pot with like canned corn and canned green beans and potatoes and then like a pork roast. Yeah. Um, And he like he would set that and then he'd go to work and then he'd come home. Set it and forget it. Oh my gosh. And with grocery shopping, like he had his entire list memorized and he could be in and out of the grocery store in 15 minutes because he had it down. Because it was like only the same thing. Yeah, because he cooked the same. Yeah. But he really did cook. And then he ate the same thing for... So Adam has eaten... Well, he doesn't anymore, but he ate a turkey sandwich for lunch every day of his life from like kindergarten That's to... I was too. To like... 2015. And then the company he works for now, they cater their lunches. Mm. So he just like eats whatever's in the kitchen. Yeah. They do it like a few days a week and then they eat leftovers on the off days. But yeah. So now we do grocery shopping as a family on Sundays. And the new version of it is a divide and conquer strategy where we have two carts. Adam takes the cart and then I take the kids in a different cart. He shops. We get smoothies. We shop at Whole Foods. We, We get smoothies and then we go to the kids section and get a bunch of books and I load up the cart with books. I don't let them have the smoothies in the books at the same time mm-hmm. because it's a mess. Yeah. And we didn't buy those books. Yeah. <laughs> also in Austin now, Whole Foods is gone plastic free. So now they don't have plastic straws for the smoothies. Uh-huh. Have you tried to have a smoothie with a paper straw? That sounds terrible. It doesn't work. Okay. So now okay. I have to start packing straws, our own straws, straws for the yeah. smoothies. Um, but yeah, that's our, I would like to grocery shop with Adam or, or like by myself, but this is our current rhythm and I guess it works, but it's basically like an outing for me and the kids to go get smoothies and read books. And then he like shops. Gets the groceries. Yeah. yeah. So I don't yeah. know. That, that makes sense to me. I mean, yeah, I guess our divide and conquer would be like one of us takes like, you know, if we had two kids, I'm like, it would probably be like, we, I don't see us like doing that all together. I mean, sometimes, I um, sometimes he'll take, it's, it's a nice thing to do with kids. And like, I would like giving them exposure to like the process, but oh, yeah. at the moment, like it's just a little, much, a little chaotic, but we do have a maid. She comes every other That's Wednesday. So nice. Um, I, yeah, I basically have like factored that into my budget from like a really, really early on phase of my yes. life. Yeah. It, like when I was single, I was just like. 
I, I will make other sacrifices. This is something that I truly value. I need to do that. I mean, it's like been on my list. We, like Nathan, I've talked about it forever. I just, I don't know why. And I think now we feel a little strange because like he works from home. So it's like this idea of him being here, like while a maid's here, I don't think he's as comfortable with, but. Yeah. I, but if you like, if you did it once, even though it's a month, it would be like a good gift for I know, you. And for you could me. schedule it when yeah. he's traveling. You could not do a set schedule. You could really just be like, be like we have a go-to person yeah. and I'm just going to do it whenever he, like, whenever it fits with our schedule. I need to do it because I just, it just feels good to do, to come home, somebody else cleaned your house. Like I, I grew up having a maid and it, it really is such a nice little treat. It's a true gift. It truly is a gift. So yeah, that's definitely something I'm ready to outsource a little bit of just because I feel like the Monday, it does get a little bit like... It's a long list of things that it's you It's a long do. list of things to do. It does feel really like a gold star though. Like you talked about like gold star. I do – Monday is a day where it's like I didn't ever put makeup on. I didn't ever necessarily leave the house and I, you know, but I somehow got so much done. Yeah. And it is when I a think really good feeling. It's like, nice that you have childcare on the day that you have – like there's other sacrifices in your schedule. Yeah, yeah. But the lineup is such that you – Cause you wouldn't be able to have, if that was a Saturday and you had that list of things to do and you had Wilder, like no, you wouldn't not, be able to do that. It's no, impossible. No, yeah. No, it's not. But the, uh, the flip side of it is that like Nathan has Wilder all day on Sundays and you're working. So that's the flip side of it. Yep. I mean, the other things that I guess I fit in are like workouts and I do typically yeah, do work Do you have out. like a set schedule for that? I try. Yeah. So I, I go in late on Wednesday. So that day I usually do like a 9 a.m flow class where I do spin, 9 a.m. spin. And the rest of the week I do like 5 or not 5, 6 a.m. yoga. Unless Monday I typically will do like like a 9 or a noon. What do you do with a noon yoga? Then you come back home and you're all sweaty and gross. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. I'm not that – I don't sweat that much. Like even in hot yoga, it's kind of weird. Yeah, you mentioned that. Yeah. It's It's a gross feeling. I don't know. You like it. I don't mind. I'm, I don't mind being crunchy I think as long as I don't have to see people. I'm liking Pilates is because even though if I get warm and like beads of sweat, like yeah. I'm, I can still like go do stuff afterwards. But I'm learning from my kapha um, that I'm supposed to sweat. Like sweating is like, like ideally I should be w- working out first thing in the morning and I should be breaking a sweat. And I think that's so interesting that I am very much struggling with like my kapha imbalance for Ayurveda and that I also am... I struggle to break a sweat. I think that that's really interesting because it's like I can work out pretty hard without breaking. I can almost get through a spin class and like not sweat. That is interesting. I think according to Ayurveda, most people are supposed to be working out in the morning. Like it's like, is that right? Yeah, because um, well, in the workshop I took, there's an Ayurveda clock, right? And so the whole world, like we all go through the th- three different types depending on what time of day it is, and like I think it's a pitta time in the morning. Is yeah, when we have the most energy. They say though that like I think for kaphas, they're not like they're prone to like wanting to sleep in and they're meant to get up. It's like the best thing for a kapha to get up at like before 630, mm-hmm. which I thought was interesting. It was like ideally 430. I'll and show I was you like, the, oh God, I'll show you no. the paper because it, yeah. like, it like breaks it down to where it like it totally makes sense. It also it makes sense why if you don't go to bed by like 1030, yeah. why you get that second wind, it's because of like what happens with the, the R of 8 o'clock. It like shifts and yeah. so then you get that like next wind. I think it's I watched like, a YouTube about that too. That's interesting. Oh, yeah. So it's it basically says like it's ideal to work out in the morning for everybody, which I mean sort of makes sense. I, like I have been somebody who's worked out at the end of the day before, Me but too. it's not my best workout. No, like I definitely, I mean, you burn more all day if you do it at the beginning of the day. But I thought even the interesting thing about like for a pitta, like a Pilates workout would be much better because like, you're not going to necessarily like, well, you're not supposed to go to like uh, add more fire. Yeah. Whereas like they were like recommending hot yoga and yeah. I was like, how funny that's yeah. like, and they were actually saying for some of the energy types not to work out every day. And for kaphas, they, it's like really important that you should actually work out every day, which I was like, that is so interesting. Like yeah, but that's I wonder so about, against what everything says. Yeah. Like, and I wonder about for like human design, like I wonder if a projector is supposed to work out every day. I think maybe not. I don't know. Well they, well, they were like, even for kapha, they were saying like it can be 10 minutes. Yeah. Okay. Like a 10 minute dance. And, yeah. and you know, you don't have to go anywhere. That's just, not like, really do a workout. And that's, that's what I was like, like, but just like, they were like breaking, your body. breaking somewhat of a sweat, doing yeah. something that like gets you going, like that it, oh. that it re- releases stagnation. Yeah. That makes sense. And it does make sense. Um, especially cause like I'm such a routine creature as is determined by my, like have to do these things every week. 
<laughs> Let me think what else. So like, as far as like in everyday life, like how, what's your level of like connection with friends and like your social life and how do you manage that in your life with family and with work and everything else? So I go through phases where I like crave being social and and honestly, in exploring the Ayurveda thing, like the kapha stuff, it talks a lot about like getting out of a rut because you tend to be in like ruts a little bit mm-hmm. and like doing something new can really help like activate you. Like a hundred day challenge? Like doing, like, <laughs> like, like last minute when my friend invited me to a oh. concert, my tendency would have been to be like, oh, it's last minute. Like I'm alone with Wilder all day yesterday because Nathan had to work. And I was like, how am I going to even get ready for a concert with a toddler? Like I, it was definitely a feat to do. And, but I, I forced myself out and I thought that was like kind of a nice way to like go and do something that was just not in my game plan. Mm-hmm. Whereas I'm kind of the kind who needs stuff scheduled out. Like I'm not a last minute person. I I like hate making plans too far out because I don't know how I'll feel in the moment of like going and I probably won't want to go. Like I'm the kind I'm always like, I'll be there. And then I get closer to, which I've been much better out this year, like committing and going, I, I will say, like I forced, I forced myself out of my shell a little bit, but I, I'm really an introvert and I crave being alone and being that I don't get that from my job. And honestly, I don't get that here because Nathan's always here. So, um, I kind of like, I kind of love being by myself. Like that's like, I think that's why like that alone time, that morning or the like nighttime thing, like that restores me a little bit, even if it's a short time, because it gives me that second to like be by myself and, and get clear on what I think or how I feel. And so I don't know. I I don't love that. I, I talk to I do talk to my sister. Typically, I'll talk to Meredith like once a day. Oh, um, wow. So, she, but she's like a huge chatty phone person. Like she would call. She's there's times where she'll call me four times a day. Whoa. Yeah. And so like that, but that's her. Like she'll call my mom four times a day. You know, she's yeah. just very like she'll she's a big phone talker and like will call a lot of people. Otherwise, I do not like the phone very much. Like I, I'm not even a good text responder. I'm not very good with like group texts. Like I just had like 20 texts on my phone just a second ago. And I'm like, I will never respond to any of that. Like I mute my group texts. I don't even know how I'm like, I'll occasionally just do like a like button. I mean, sometimes it's work stuff, so I have to be on it, but, but I mean, I'm on them. I see them. You can see them. It's just, they don't come through. They don't ping. Okay. That's what I need to do. I mute that. that. I can't. Because it started when I was on a group text with some girls that all work day jobs, like desk jobs and have kids. We were all moms together, <laughs> but I was home with the, it was before we had the nanny and I was like home on a night. So like when you're home with your kids and like you're not at your desk, like it's a very different life experience. Yeah. And so they would like have these full conversations and I was like, I can't keep up and my phone is like blowing up right now. So yeah, I have it muted. And then I also have the the badge turned off on my text. So I I come to my text when I want to come to my text yeah. and then I interact with them. Um, I'm also a huge fan of, do you have it synced with your your laptop? No. I can like answer my text. I used on my to. Phone, on my I took laptop. it off, um, but oh, I, I guess I should put that back. Yes. I don't use my laptop a ton though, like in the day to day. Yeah, but I don't know. It's just like, it's a nice like one thing of the, to have. Yes, it's so I nice. Know. That's interesting. When you, did you ever, ha- did you always have roommates or have did you ever live alone? Uh, yeah, I lived alone. Um, I had, let's see. So I had roommates pretty much all through college. Actually, I had, I've had crazy roommate stories. I mean, you would die. And then when I moved to Austin, I was really adamant that I would live alone. And I did. And I loved living alone. Um, and so Nathan and I started dating probably about six months after I moved here. And I would do like my own thing some of the time. And then, you know, like I would have to have a night where I would like go away and do my own thing and be by myself. And then we would, but you end up when you're dating, you end up inevitably spending like tons of time with the other person. Yeah. Yeah. I think about that a lot. Cause I lived alone, um, when I moved to San Francisco and then I lived alone when I moved to Raleigh and both of those times were like, I was just very clear that I wanted to. And I sometimes time travel back to those times now because I am not, I don't really remember I guess last week, maybe I was home alone yeah. for the first time in like months. Yeah. Um, it just so happened that like Claudia had taken the kids. And so I was like, and I was home. I wasn't working at the commune or with you or at the coffee shop or whatever. And so I was just like, oh my gosh, I'm at my house by myself. Like it was so, 
I didn't even know what to do with myself. Yeah. I was like, this is awesome. So it's just interesting to, to think about those things. Um, well, just a few more questions before we wrap up in terms of your everyday life, are there things that you look for or notice that kind of connect you to like the universe or the spirit world, like aligned numbers? So or... I know you're super into aligned numbers and I don't have That's that. That's funny many. that you say that. What do you mean? I'm super into it. You're really into aligned numbers. Like you talk about them a lot and then you like to like, <laughs> you're like setting up a pricing system that's aligned numbers on like your new website. Like, I don't know what you're talking about. You're very into aligned numbers. You're like, oh, I'm setting this event for 222 and I'm setting our timer for 440 or 44 minutes. Like you love aligned numbers. That's so funny. <laughs> um, I have like two numbers that stand okay. out to me okay. or actually I have three, oh. uh, 28, 36 and 44, 36 and 28 are my own things. Like they're just numbers I noticed. And then I looked them up to see what they meant and they did have meaning. So I was like curious. So who knew? Um, and then 44, I think is like a more common angel number or line number. Um, and so that one I always notice on the clock, like I actually woke up at 444 this morning because, um, I did that thing we talked about not doing in a past podcast, which is like drinking and then looking at the clock. <laughs> and then I was like, oh, I have like an hour and 15 minutes. So I'm just going to get up now. So Ugh, that's terrible. Yep. Oh, that's funny. Well, it's yeah. So with the line numbers, it's funny because like Adam always like rolls his eyes at me whenever I'm like, oh, it's 222. I just think it's like a really fun thing. And I feel like it's like my inside joke with the universe or whatever. Like I just, whenever I notice it or whenever I can like, like look up into the meetings for him. No. Okay. No. I mean like sometimes or like, um, I follow illuminate your vibe on Instagram. Yeah. I'm obsessed with her and she'll, she like posts about them a lot. Um, or she'll like say what the meanings are or whatever, but no, I, I'm not, there's like, there's occasions where I'll Google it. But basically like they, all that stuff is made up, right? Like somebody just said, like, this is what this number means. Like who are the, I don't yeah. know if they're channeling it or whatever. I don't know. Basically to me, all of it is just like fun play yeah. into like the pricing system or like making the time or like setting my timer. It's just like, it's like me like winking at the universe and the universe winking back at me. I've been more curious about like spirit animals and stuff lately. Mm-hmm. And some of those have been like coming up. I don't know, like birds have been playing like a bigger role yeah. in my life, but I'm like, been super afraid of birds your my whole, whole life. life oh yeah I forgot you told me that and yeah. then then I had uh Owen who like became obsessed with birds so then I was like I have to be brave because he really likes them and so I would get like excited when I saw a bird because I'd like want to tell him because then he'd yeah. get excited so I'd like point them out and then I was at the commune the other day and a bird flew in and there was like a bird in the building and it was like flying around and it was like trying to get out so it was like flying into You're the like, window no I left the building and like was I became like a scared 12 year old. Like I didn't oh know what gosh, to do with myself. That's so funny. I was like transported. I was like, I don't know what to do. One flew was, in our house last week. I would freak. Did you, how did you guys it get it out? It just went out. It like flew in, oh. flew around the living room, then flew right out. It was crazy. Oh my God, I my heart like beat. So this is like a weird <laughs> thing because like I'm both like very into them, but I'm also still That's, that's how fear works a little bit. <laughs> yeah. I do believe that. Like my little brother one time, um, he was like obsessed with volcanoes because he had seen the movie Volcano, which oh, yeah. is like not that scary, but it's basically about it's like- It's kind of scary. If like a volcano erupted in LA and at the time I lived in LA and he like- he came to town and wanted to only ride on public transit all day in like this weird fascination, obsession slash fear of the volcano slash earthquake <laughs> happening. <laughs> like it was basically like, this is a really poorly designed infrastructure, you know, because like if, if an yeah. earthquake happens in LA, like, and you're on the underground, like that's terrible. Cause there is like one little underground tunnel and he was like, let's go ride on it. You know, it was bizarre. Um, anyway. <laughs> yeah. I guess fear is like that. Fear is like that. Yeah. We're all like, fascinated and afraid. Yes. Well, to wrap things up, what are the other elements or aspects of ritual or things that you could like add into your everyday to make more, to make your days more woo? I think like drawing a tarot card or a spirit card or Oracle deck card, like just one card, um, can set a nice tone for the day Mm -hmm. and it's a good little way to like reflect. Um, and so I've been doing that a lot lately. I got two new decks, which I'm loving the Kim Kranz archetype deck, which is like gorgeous and then, and really different than her other decks. So I really like that. And then the yogic path, which is a Sahara roses deck that she did with the artist's name is Danielle. I can't remember the last name. I'll look it up. Um, and it has all these different people in it, like Shaman Directs on a card. And it talks about like different uh, Sanskrit words and kind of their meanings from like yoga and, div- you know, like divinities and different aspects. But I've, I've really enjoyed that deck too. 
I don't know. That, those are definitely like two big things for me, I think. Um, doing a meditation is something like I could stand to do more of. Mm-hmm. What about you? Yeah. I think noticing the moon. Oh, the moon. Day moons yeah. in Austin are major. They've been good. They've been yeah. a lot of day moons. Yep. And like playing with my crystals. I've gotten so into my crystal yeah. life. Like so into it. I can't, I literally like a week doesn't go by that I'm not like, building a shopping cart on Illuminate Your Vibes website. Like it's a little... I still have not purchased one thing. Girl, it's weird because when we first started the podcast, I was like, I don't know about crystals, da 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 And it's like exploded to the point where I'm like giving them as gifts to people now. And like, I don't know. It's just like the pendulum has swung. Yeah. Um, I'm into it. And rearranging them and just play... I really just feel like it's like playing with my rock collection, which I am really into. I had a rock collection. Yeah. And I still do it, my mom. It's really funny because like normally Adam is not that into like me being a shopper you know he's like he likes to he likes to keep our money close and but he like is sort of weirdly encouraging like he's not discouraging I will say yeah um so because he used to have a rock collection they're just cool they're cool you know, they're, really, they're cool. really cool yeah um so I'm into it and then tarot I do I kind of pull my tarot cards like on Sunday nights if I'm feeling it or somewhere around the moon cycle podcasts are a huge connection to woo for me. Um, I've really enjoyed listening to Ashley Wood's podcast, Manifest This. I'm obsessed with Shaman Durek's podcast. Um, Listening to audiobooks is another huge like source of woo right now for me. I'm Mm -hmm. finishing Shaman's book. I'm listening to Gabby Bernstein's new book. So I think that what I, you know, I can kind of channel that energy, so to speak, of like, if I'm listening to something in the car, another thing that I do that I think is connected to woo is like talking to friends on Marco Polo and just like connecting to connecting to the people who really make me feel like I'm my best version of me. And that like reflect that back to me is, is, uh, just of such a valuable thing that I've started to do within the last, I don't know, a few months. And then, um, taking deep breaths and, and I, I'm not somebody who like practices breath work, like, mm-hmm. I, but th- that is something that I think I could do more of that would really benefit me. Yeah. It's just um, not even just like taking that one cleansing breath, but just be more aware of like what my breath is doing as a clue to like where my body mm-hmm. is, where my mind is. Like unreli- like releasing tension from your jaw, just yeah. things like that you forget. Yes, totally. And there's a ton of stuff that we've talked about in different episodes that are sort of related to this topic of the woo of every day. I mean, we've done episodes on beauty, episodes on time and food and sleep. I yeah. think in this first season of That's Pretty Woo, we've kind of, we started out being like, well, the woo is like, it, it's something we're not experts in and da, 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 da. I'm like, the more we talk about it, the more I'm like, it's just, this is it. Like everything yeah. is woo if you want it to be. Yeah. It's it's your approach and yeah. your, how you, uh, you know, what your intention behind what you're doing is. I mean, we talked about that in like the rituals episode, which was number two. Like yeah. it definitely is. It's about where you take it in your mind mm-hmm. and you know, that's all that matters really. Yeah. I mean, yeah. <laughs> okay. Well, that about wraps up today's episode on the woo of every day. Let us know how could you infuse a little bit more woo into your everyday. And friends, there's another woo letter releasing a week from today with the new moon. Email subscribers receive our monthly newsletter with episode recaps, playlists, inspiration, and intentions. To sign up, visit our website, that's prettywoo.com. Next episode is a conversation about gratitude and appreciation. Just in time for Thanksgiving. Yeah, bye. Bye. Thank you, friends, for listening. Please connect with us at thatsprettywoo.com and on Instagram at thatsprettywoo. Make sure you subscribe to catch next week's episode and share our pod with anyone you know who's into stuff. That's That's Pretty pretty woo. Woo.